The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, so explain yourself on this. So we were talking about the uh, fan flipping off Luis Robert. I, I tweeted out the picture, too. So what did, did Robert, like, Robert did an epic bat flip. And then did he blow a kiss, too? Yeah, I thought he handled it well. I thought it was, all in all, I thought it was a good exchange. Yeah, like, Robert should enjoy himself. Yes. There, there have not been, and he's had a great year. Yes, he has. And he came back, uh, he, he's been nursing, now what, this latest finger issue? He's playing with not the, that finger, but yeah, yeah the finger. But he's yeah. playing with double oven mitts, right? When he now yeah. is on the base, yeah. Uh, and and so just the way I would probably do it as well, just to protect myself. Would you? Yeah, why not? You would. Um, so that way you don't uh, bend your fingers sliding into the base. Correct. Um, so like I, I'm cool with it. I don't like you know me. I've always been fine with it. I don't think. You need to retaliate against anybody when they hit a home run. You hit a three-pointer in basketball. You celebrate trotting down the court. You score a touchdown in football. You celebrate. You sack a, a quarterback in football. You celebrate. Why the hell can't you celebrate I'm with in you. baseball? And, I'm fine. No retaliation. And by the way, like again, just for me personally, I can differentiate between what Robert did and if Robert stares down the pitcher and starts screaming at the pitcher and start making gestures at the right. bit, that to me is different than a bat flip where he is having an exchange with the fans who are giving him hell behind home plate. Like that, I mean, that's all in good fun. Like if the kid's giving you the finger and it's kind of like, if it's mean and evil and there's awful things being said, I think, you know, that's a little different for me versus I can give you the finger and have a chuckle. Ha 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 ha, you know, go F yourself. You know what I mean? I don't think I think there's different degrees of degrading and and that. Like I think I can have fun with you by giving you the finger and and messing with you, and I'm not looking at your veins popping and screaming obscenities at you. Like today when I walk down the 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 ramp from parking my car way up high because station won't. Never mind. Um, but <laughs> model um, doesn't get the reserved spots. Yeah. Um, but, like, I gave you, I just looked at you with a big smile on my face, and I just went, hey, hey, big fella, with a double bird. Double bird. And that's what I said. I looked at you and said, hey, hey, big fella. And I was like, what? Double bird. And you were, like, all offended. What are you doing? What are you saying? What are you doing that debate for? Like, I think that there, I can make a case for the double bird being a sign of love and respect more than the the pointed middle finger with hate in your face. You know what I I think there are different degrees of that. Eric, we need to get a, a social media post out for this one. Break this down of Waddle doing that and then send that out uh, for Twitter. And that way everyone can evaluate. Seen, like, have you ever seen like the pain meter at a hospital? Your pain with the faces on it, you know, like one through ten. Yeah. 
I think that there's a there should be a scale too for like bird? demonstrative birds. Yeah, like if I look at you, Mellor, I'm like this, and I start. Yeah, and I accentuate the bird with swear words. Like that's a ten. Like that's that's you know that I, I'm not for all of that. But if I look at you with a double bird, I'm like, hey, hey, here you go. These are for you. Yeah, like I think, that's just harmless. I think facial expression does a lot of yes. work with a double bird, but a smile. See, and I think the kid with the Cubs jersey, and I'm not letting him off the hook for being a you know a a, a, a bird giver. Um, <laughs> an but enti- I think he had probably a, an entitled bird giver. But I but he had a smile on his face, didn't he? Like kind of like yeah, like you. But, yeah. but he doesn't know Luis Robert. That's true. Well, you know that's true. Silver. You know Silver. Yeah. Look, I, it's not something I would. I wouldn't even boo. I'm not a booer, so wow. I'm definitely not giving you the finger at a ball game. You're I'm just miss- not. You're missing out on booing. I it's just not not. I don't think so. Like. You know, I, it's not, not for me. I don't smoke weed. I drink, okay? Like, so smoking weed's not for me. Booing's not You're for me. You're comparing smoking weed and booing? I'm just saying certain things are for you and certain things are not for you. I don't eat tomatoes. All right? You I, can give you, I can give you a list of things that aren't for me. One of them is booing. I'm not, I'm not a booer. It's very therapeutic when you're in a game to let that out, to not swear, to not... I'm not an over. I'm not an overly aggressive clapper and screamer either. I am. Yeah. Oh, I'm I not like passing. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. It works for you. Yes. I'm just saying that is just not kind of in my DNA. I won't. But you stand weren't up that way either call. when you play. No, I you wasn't. Were, you were a hand the ball to the referee type guy. You weren't really emotional after you made a big play mm-hmm. either. Nor am I going to be the person that will instigate a fight. I will pick drinks off the bar. Like, I just, that's not my DNA. So, like, I think you can do, you can do that move, the bird move, and I think there is certain degrees of offensiveness attached we to We got to stop fighting in the stands, too. Can we stop you, this? Well, that's unacceptable. Can we stop this with Cubs and Sox fans? What are we fighting over in, in, in the ballpark, whether it's on the south side or the north side? I guess Tyler was telling me there was a fight last night. Where was this one? Tyler, were you the one who told I, me? Or just left field? Was that somebody who was the one in the left field? Left field? Like, what are we fi- like, every time these teams get together, what are we fighting over? Well, if you're fighting well, over if somebody's being supremacy. a jerk or, or treating one of your family members wrong, that's one thing. If somebody's offending your favorite baseball player, yeah, then let's like, stop. Like, like, are we taught, does it start because we're talking smack over our teams? And our, both of our teams, like, they don't deserve it. No. Even the Cubs, who've had a nice run here. Yeah, they don't deserve it. No. If they sign Shohei and Bellinger, and you're one of the top two or three teams in the National League, then you puff your chest out. Let's have a beer. Let's have a beer. We all root for the Bears together. Let's not fight over the Cubs and the Sox. It's so stupid. But what if you're booing and you being loud and whatever? And you're in someone's ear? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess wherever you get a large group of people together in these in this environment, like you, like you know me about the airports, the airplanes, the the malls, you you get fights. That, you but, know that. Think about that. That is humorous. Are the same people who are dropping the gloves to fight in left field, the same people who could potentially be embracing each other in yes. a big bear hug yes. at Soldier Field? That's the not ironic even part of it. it. You know, that, that's the. That's what I've always found ironic about this, about these Cubs and Sox fans who hate each other, who are the same ones possibly who are in the South lot tailgating and sharing beers together. 
who hate the Packers together, who 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 are starving for bear success together. But yet, because it's the Cubs and the Sox hate each other. And, and by the way, I and agree neither, with what, reward, neither have rewarded us enough. I think that was the point I was going to make. And by you saying neither one's worth it, at least at this point, I think that you're spot on there. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Rich downtown. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rich? Hey, um, good afternoon. You know, you're forgetting one important ingredient in regards to that fight in left field. I was there at the game last night. Oh, yeah? Um, people know me as Cubby Buddha. And so... Um, you forget the ingredient of alcohol. There's there, there's quite a bit of drinking out there, and so I think that has a big part of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But, you know, the whole thing is, though, it's like I'm not one of those to fight. You know, when uh, when he hit the home run, he hit the home run, I got quiet. Okay, so what? But right now, the way the Cubs are playing, it's like they're all, they're never out of it. And so that's the reason why I always stay to the, to the last inning, to the last out. Well, you you said, know, yeah. and... Sox fans, for me, as far as I'm concerned, this is all they have. They're hoping to beat the Cubs because at least they have one thing that makes them happy because their team is not doing very well. Now, mind you, I'm not a hater because I was pulling for the Sox in 05 because they're a Chicago team. Why would I not want to pull for them? You know, so I applaud them. People looked at me kind of funny. I go, it's a Chicago team. As long as they're not playing the Cubs, I don't care. You know, so for me... It's a great time, but the whole thing, what I see out in the bleachers, a lot of it's fueled by alcohol. Yeah. And that and the anger and the hatred between the Cubs and Sox, I think it's more because more Sox fans that hate the Cubs because I know quite a few um, Sox fans, and I have a running bet for the past maybe 10 years with someone, and he's, been pay- he's paid me a few hundred dollars now because we bet on head-to-head games and records. So... Um, he really hates they, you. Yeah, he does, especially when he has to pay me. Yeah. Uh, but it's gotten to the point now where he doesn't even follow the socks anymore. You know, and, and for me, the way I look at it is this way. It's very simple because when Sox fans came up with that acronym about um, Cubs stands for completely useless by September, I often tell them, you know, why don't you look up and look at the history of your team in the postseason? Since the 1900s, they've only been to postseason 11 times. Now, granted, the Cubs have been there 21 times, but they've been around for a little bit more than uh, 120-some-odd years. So I don't know if I would say something about Cub fans being losers. But that's my thought. You know, I have fun out there with them. I I heckle with the best of them, but I definitely would not flip off a, a player because he hit home run. Uh, I'd rather see what the final results is, and if we lose, we lose. But I love this team. I think Sutcliffe was correct that they have shades of 16, and they're trending in a positive way where I actually believe if Kyle can get it together and Stromy comes back healthy, um, I think they have a shot. As as delusional and hopeful as as I may be, um, I think they have a shot of making a strong run in the playoffs. Rich, thanks. I see the the the. I never believed this team has shades of sixteen. You could convince me they have shades of fifteen without Arietta. They don't have that. They don't have a starting. They don't. Pitching. They don't have the the for sure guy at the top. Steele's been very good. He's but like what they had and what they rode in fifteen 
was like their lineup reminds me a lot of the 15 Cubs lineup, but they're they don't have the dominant starting pitching that 15 had. Their bullpen reminds me a lot of 15. The young uh, hunger reminds me a lot of 15. My concern for your team right now, one of the concerns would be that your bullpen is just going to be too taxed because the starting pitching has, for a stretch here, not been good enough. Uh, Detroit Mike, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hey, fellas. How you doing? We're good. So I've I've got a little bit of a flip-flop story here. So back in the 90s, I used to go to old Tiger Stadium all the time, and in the ninth inning, you could sit wherever you want. So we'd always go down to the first row behind the batter's box, and Ricky Henderson was in... Uh, beyond deck circle, Jerry Maguire just come out. He signed a big contract. And I just yelled at him, Ricky, show me the money. And he was like bent over, putting pine tar on his bat, just looked up at me and gave me one single bird. So now, I, you know, I can tell my kid that, uh, you know, a, a Hall of Famer gave me the bird at Old Tiger Stadium. But uh, Did he so, do yeah, it? How he, did he do it? Did he give it to you with a smile on his face, so no, to speak? Or he was, was, he, it was, was he angry? No, no, he seemed, uh, like, annoyed. And we've been annoying Tony Phillips all game, too. Okay. We got him to take timeout six times and one at bat. He had, like, just gotten caught with cocaine, like, a month before the game. So we were <laughs> yelling stuff at him, like, hey, Tony, snort up the baseline. And, like, he literally called timeout six times during the at bat. But then he actually flipped us off at the end of the game because he scored the winning run in the 15th inning. Wow. Listen, yeah. I, I, that, I, I can't really blame him. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm not advocating, you know, snorting coke. But... You know, as I've always said, if you're going to boo a player, don't get your, your panties in a bunch if the player boos you back. Two, and that sounds like Tony Phillips booed him back. So, two, two of the, uh, two, two bears, their, uh, their most famous pictures are of them giving yes. the bird. Coach Ditka. And? Oh, why is it escaping me? Is it McMahon? Not what I'm thinking. It's not in a, not on the field. It's off the field. I forget. Jay, 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 Jay walking the dog. In yeah, the, in the blue shirt, yeah. in, the, in the sweats. <laughs> was it downtown? Yeah, yeah. downtown. Okay. It's, yeah. It was Puffy Jay. When, remember when people would just photo him all the time that, of the, them giving the bird. Yeah. Do you know? Have I ever told you my Tony Phillips story? That, uh, when when Jay Mariotti was in town, did I ever tell you this? Do you remember this, Mel? I feel like I've heard this before because I've heard several Tony Phillips stories, but I don't know if I this remember is back it. he liked the booger sugar, right? Well, yeah, this is a, he told about when he yeah. just was suspended for cocaine. Tony Phillips approached Mariotti for a bad column. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I was in the clubhouse. This is before I did a show with Jay when I just only knew of Jay, didn't really know him well, and. The thing, say what you want about Mariotti. Mariotti would always go to the clubhouse after he wrote a column. He would he would not write and not show. He was he showed up to the club uh, the Sox clubhouse. Tony Phillips approached him, had a problem with a column, gotten in, in Mariotti's face. Mariotti didn't back down, and and they were nose to nose. And Mariotti said to him. Tony, you're so close to me, I could see the cocaine up your nose right now. He said that to him. And what did Tony say? Like, like you he got knew. me, Jay. You well, got me. Well, I, I mean, just I had they, a couple of rails before I came out here. It, it and got went bro- to BP. It got broken up by PR. Like Jay knew that if he 
if he got touched yeah. that he had a major lawsuit on his hands. And do you and think, I think maybe that's that what was the been. impetus yes, for? Yes, that I, I think that would have been a not a bad thing for him. Instigate. Yeah. yeah. That was when he was on the White Sox, obviously. Yes. He is, was, he, is he still with us? Tony Phillips? I think so. Um, he was really good. I remember that year. He was there one year. He played for the White Sox. He was awesome. He yeah. was 37. He had an on-base percentage of 400. He's not that old a man, right? No, so, he's I mean, not. So, like, like, I don't if, know. You're, if you're saying he's not with us, then he may have found trouble. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, that maybe that happened? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, Where is he now? Still, uh, he's 56 years oh, good. old. Good. He's okay, my age. That's good. It's good to hear. Yeah, I didn't know if something if something went wrong. Was he a, a decent guy? I remember him as a player. Or was he always combustible? He's a good baseball player. But a combustible personality. Oh, I wanted, oh, I, by the way, Tyler, did you try calling there? I wanted to call him on the air. Yeah. We wanted to call him on the air. Yeah. We don't want you to screen him. Did he pick up? No. Oh, he didn't pick well, up? No, we'll leave him a message. You, are you, do you even know how the buttons work over there? What do you mean? Do I, do I know how to make a phone call? I don't think you do. I bet I can. Go ahead. Let's try. do it. Can you decide? First of all, can you discern what somebody's phone number is by the sound of the beep? Or no, I don't. I, I'm. I, I don't know. I, I don't I'm asking. think so. Like, could someone pick off his number by yes. hearing the tones? Yeah, I don't know. Does each number make a slightly different sound so that a computer could actually you detect really think what the you number could is? Dial out from that phone. I bet you I can. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I'll bet you. Lunch. I got it down nine. I'll bet you lunch. Bet you lunch. I'll bet you lunch. You cannot get. You cannot dial out on the first try. Okay, let's do oh, it. We the got first a bet. try. We got a bet. Uh, how well, many, t- I bet you how many tries do you, do you need? Look, I've seen producers take a couple tries. So, I mean, give me a couple of tries here. Give me like three tries. Okay, all right, three tries. Really? Why do you need three tries? There's only one way to do it. Isn't Sometimes there? I'll sit back there with McCardle, and he's trying to call like Ryan Kelly or somebody, and and he'll get the do do do. And I'm like, Joe, come on. This is your phone. Do you not know how to work Damn, it? Damn, some bus tossing going on right now. Who's next? Who's up? Gentlemen, you ought to see that fool you, try to dial what, his though, phone. It is so funny because a lot of producers who around here are in their early 20s. And my son, who's 13, I don't think he honestly knows how to talk into his phone correctly because it's always, he's always been speaking into it like it's a speakerphone like 90% of the time. So I don't think he act, my son actually knows how to talk into a phone properly. And like, dialing a phone well, because all the numbers are programmed into his phone? Well, like this. Do they know which one the ear is and no, which one on. the speaker I is? Come on. I don't have a home phone. No chance. No chance. That they wouldn't know how to use a, like a standard phone. An actual landline? No. Well, you know, there was a big thing, I think a year ago, because uh, there was a someone who must have been like 10 or 12 years old. Their motion, like, you know how the motion to go with the phone is the, the pinky and the thumb, right, to the ear, right? Yeah. A guy went full, like a flat hand to the ear because... Come on, because of the iPhone? Because of the iPhone. But that's all they know is the iPhone, so they go with the flat hand as opposed to the, like, the hang loose. Wow. Do you know how to make a call on a rotary phone? Do you know what a rotary phone I know is? What a rotary phone is. Well, what do you mean? Do you know how to? Oh, do? Of course you would. Wait. He's he's twenty five years old. No, no, no I never. Rotary, ha- I never had. He, a, you put he, your finger in the no, hole no, and you no, stand no, it. No, we got this. Is good content. If we should challenge Tyler, we should get a oh, rotary come phone. Come on, he's a college grad. He's a smart young man. But he's never done a lot it before. Of stupid people at my school, Waddle. A lot of stupid people. If you don't know how, you know what? I've lost all faith in you. If you couldn't make an outgoing call for a rotary phone, I think I could, but I I'm not hundred percent confident. Have you I've never, never done, have done it? I've maybe done it. I haven't done it on a real one. Like I think I used to have like a toy rotary phone, but you obviously couldn't. Right. Yeah, they you probably played on it. on it in the uh, the hotel 
in Vegas when you were locked in their room when you were four, right? Four, four months. Four right, months. Four months. Yeah, that's true. All right, we got a lot to do. So should we try? Should yeah. we try the yeah. the top of a Waddle's world? Sure, because we want to. Uh, what yeah. do you want to do it? We'll start okay. off Waddle's World okay. with it. Okay, we'll good. Talk well, to Tom Thayer. Some room. Try to wish him. A, we'll, we'll, we'll see if, if he picks up. Yeah, we'll, and we'll see if I could dial out from our complex phone system. So so complex. Three three two three seven seven six. Wilbon in studio. We expect to talk to Jed Hoyer today. Football fest tickets coming up in about uh, twenty minutes from right now. In Waddle's World, it's all next. We can take it from here. It's all right. No. Just keep going. We, you know, he's got to get it. This is he's got to get it. Come on, Mel. You got to do the Waddle's World. Thing. We're here till six. We'll wait. It's time it's for really Waddle's World. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run. He's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Bye, Bye. Obviously, Russell Crowe had playing the lead role in in, in Gladiator. Uh, before I fell asleep last night, I saw another great movie that had Russell Crowe in it. Also, Denzel Washington, American Gangster. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I think it's from the a theater. while ago. Yeah, awesome. It's worth a, a rewatch if you've got a little okay. extra time on your hands. Good and recommendation. By the way, um, uh, we have uh, just an update on Tony Phillips. He passed away in 2016. Yes, so. yes. Just want to be accurate. Tony Phillips is in fact that. He is yes. He's still as you, as you he's still inspired. Ghost of Tony Phillips getting back at us. You are, you correct. were right about his age, 56. He passed away in 2016. Eternally 56. As I said, I'd uh, rather be wrong about assuming they're still alive and finding out they're dead, as opposed to the other way around. Right. Saying that somebody is dead and they're alive. Yeah. I think that's a bigger transgression. By the I way. I don't know which is. A, it, because then it's like, a good, it's like a good news thing. When you think someone's dead and oh, they're alive. They're still alive. Or when you think they're alive, but no, they're, they're long gone. Yeah, but like you're not, you're not breaking the hearts of their loved ones because the loved ones already know he's been dead since 2016. So it's yeah. not a surprise. You think I. And, and then, like, if you would hear, if you would hear Meller say, oh, my God, he's dead. And then people, you know, would be like, oh, my God, you know, are you serious? My my late my or my cousin, he, Jeff Meller on ESPN 1000 said my cousin's dead. And then you find out that person's alive. What if Kenny was listening to the show? Kenny's and, and, not listening to and, this and then show. Then texted his old buddy, Tony <laughs> Phillips. Say, hey, I heard you were still alive. And, and well, that's then going here. straight to voicemail because Tony's not around. Oh, the text. Well, it's going, it's going into the ether, the, to the text, to the phone ether. Kenny, you know what, Kenny, Kenny looks into the camera and does one of these, like Tyler said. Not one of these old school phone messages, one of these, just your hand up. By the way, Waddle's World's brought to you by uh, Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. You want to call Tom there? You want me to try? All right, let me try. Do we have a bet? Do we have a bet here? I I want a bet. Do we have a bet here? Lunch? Listen, I'm I'm an advocate for lunch bets when I'm not on the hook because I can. the only thing that can happen to me is I get a free lunch. Yes. Okay, but are you going to lower it so they can't? uh, I don't want Thayer killing me because 
Someone yeah, like, was do. able to get his number off the beeps but on the air. But can you hear? Yeah, I'd say, here's the thing. You're at a huge disadvantage. There's no chance if you can't hear the dialing that, that you're going you're gonna to do it successfully. Let me see if I get a dial tone here. They're different beeps. Like, I think, like, Morse code, you could probably... Do you have to tell him you're on the air? Yes. Do you have, like, you're the radio professional. I'm not getting busted for this. Did I do it right? You did. Looks wow. Good. So you owe And I dumped the actual dial out so that, oh, look at so that people can't actually decipher what they're doing. We're going to sing happy birthday to him. We'll leave a message. Your yeah. call has been forwarded to an automatic I voice message. I win that at least. System. Yes, you did. Seven, for all of us. Seven, Why three, no, no, two, turn three, off. zero. Turn, no, 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 no. You can't get his number. <laughs> <laughs> I dumped it too. <laughs> he doesn't have one of the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, this is Tom. None of this is. Uh... <laughs> Listen, he's not going to hit me. He's going to hit you. I'm trying to protect you for Saturday. Well, the Saturday's an away game. You won't be in the booth with him. He's going to punch you right in the face. You heard the first four digits of his phone number. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, yeah, we should have thought that through. There's no chance he sets up his voicemail. Do you think he even checks the, his the voicemail? Panic, yeah. The panic. You have called. <laughs> if we would have kept it up, it would have told us the mailbox is full. There's right. no question. The panic in your voice. No, no, no. Get out of there. No, get out of there. I feel like Tony Burton. It was into the guy, Tony Burton, who played the corner guy for Apollo wanna... Creed and Rocky. Get out. Oh, he's going to kill you. <laughs> Why me? Because you're the one that was dialing his phone. I hung up and hit dump. <laughs> we just wanted to wish him happy birthday. Yeah. Why, isn't he, why isn't he answering his phone? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. What is this? Oh, it's just, okay. I didn't thought, I, I thought you maybe you, you. Kudos to you, Sylvie. I didn't, because we have stopped dialing out long ago. I didn't, I didn't realize you knew how to dial out. What are you getting us for lunch? What do you think? What are you guys in the mood for? Uh, something reasonable. Not today. Today's 3.30, but tomorrow. No, no, well, no. Like something else. Friday. Yeah, well, we'll pick Be something. careful. Maybe I some, mean, I think the last lunch bill was close to pizzas? two bills. Maybe some pizzas? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not having a uh, burger fatigue again. That was too, oh, It was yeah. so weird. Oh, I don't my know God. Why. That, that was crazy. Why did that happen? Yeah. You were so sluggish. I was drunk. By the way, did you see this story? This happened a couple of days ago, or it came out a couple of days ago, but it's definitely something I think you would like. Have you seen the Mookie Betts story? Which one? Is this With about the, fan. The, the yes? The for those of you who have not heard the story, the about Dodgers naming the kid or yeah, something. Dodgers slugger Mookie Betts was in the on deck circle awaiting his at bat at home August second against the Oakland A's. A fan told Betts that if he hit a home run, the man would give his soon to be born daughter the middle name of Mookie. Quote, I heard this and I laughed and he said he was serious, uh, Betts recounted Tuesday in a video on his social media accounts. I turned around and told him, no, don't do that, bro, don't do that. Betts again urged the man not to do it, saying your wife wouldn't like that. Betts walked up to the plate, hit a 436-foot blast to left field, his longest home run as a Dodger. After circling the bases, he fist-bumped with the fan named Giuseppe Mancuso. A couple weeks later, I see on Twitter the birth certificate for Francesca Mookie Mancuso. Bet said, I can't wait to meet Francesca. That's going to be my girl. That's going to be my girl. I thought that was pretty neat. Pretty it cool is really story. cool, and that's a great name, too. Like, 
it's it's Francesca Mookie. Yes. I think that's Mancuso. a great name. Yeah. That is. I think that's a great name. I thought it was a really good story. You know? Better than, than Meller telling us a story about Tony Phillips being alive and actually not actually being true. I don't know if I really told a story about him being alive. I was recounting his <laughs> prominence as the White Sox leadoff man for one season. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this. You've got to see the visual of this, too. There's a question mark that has been spotted in deep space by the Webb Space Telescope. Like uh, something that looks like a question mark? Yes, I'm going to show it to you in a second. photo was released by the European Space Agency July 26. People online noticed what appeared to be a question mark in the image. Look at this. This is out in s- deep in space oh, cool. from the Webb Telescope. That's cool. Do you think, like, aliens are trying to tell us something? I don't know. I'm not sure. You're looking for us? Question mark? It's crazy. I don't understand that stuff. I also don't understand the stuff that goes into the entire Oppenheimer movie, too. So that movie was was very long, but very fantastic. But there's stuff that you didn't understand? Yes. Like like how the whole process takes place. But it was a really cool movie. Do I need to see that in the theater? Is that a must-see in very, the theater? There are portions of it that are very loud. There's like, uh, you'll jump. Um, do you need to see it? I don't think you need or to see I it. Can I wait it out for when it when it? I think you can wait it out. I think streaming. it depends on how much you like it. Did movies. you see it, Yeah, Tyler? I saw it. Did you, li- uh, do you like I it? Liked I thought it, it was yeah. great. I thought three hours, but there were no wasted motions. That's what I said. Uh, three hours is a long time for me. I'm fidgeting. And my I, like I said, I mean, I'm moving around in my seat. My hips fall asleep, and I, you, I gotta you move. You needed to go to one of the lay-down theaters. True, but the point was is that the only theater that had it like an end seat available was not one that had those reclining chairs. So I was worried more about claustrophobia than I was my own comfort and being able to relax. Barbie becomes the biggest Warner Brother movie ever at the domestic box office, beating The Dark Knight. Wow, that's that's pretty that's incredible, crazy, yeah. isn't it? Dark Knight, one of my favorite movies. Barbie's Tuesday's haul was uh, six million dollars, which was all, but it was a Tuesday for a domestic total of five hundred thirty-seven million dollars. That tops the Dark Knight uh, from back in two thousand and eight, which was five hundred thirty-seven. Would, would we like Barbie? I don't know the Barbie movie inter or the inspired by Mattel's famous doll. Barbie jumped to one point two billion. At the worldwide box office. So it's made over a billion dollars worldwide. I still really want to see it. It was good. I saw it. It's And the thing about it is it's only like 90 minutes, too. So Which, it's I off the cast. Off like the people that are in it. Yeah, honestly, I think, you know, Tyler is 26. I think Barbie is definitely more geared towards us because we live through a lot of uh, what they're poking fun at at times. Yeah, I my guess is, is it, I, but I, want to. I will not go to the theater to see it. That's no, me. Obviously, watch you it. don't either. Yeah. yeah, you can wait that one out. By the way, they're suggesting that it's it's the second biggest Warner Brother release in history behind the final Harry Potter film, which grossed $1.34 billion globally. So, at the end of the day, I believe the Barbie movie is going to set records for Does Warner this mean Brothers. there's going to be a, a second one, too? Probably. I won't go to that one either. You know what? I know I saw Mattel is actually a lot of their IP for their toys are being um, licensed for films. So I don't know if you'll get a Barbie 2. You probably will based on its success. But yeah. you're get, get ready for a whole lot of uh, Mattel toy movies. Oh, no question. I uh, mean, listen, it's, it's made a ton of money. Uh, a study finds what makes the perfect sandwich. Do you know what... Uh, 
Americans that were a survey of 2,000 Americans. What is the perfect sandwich? Well, I think you've got to you've got to have a great bread. By the you way, two, in, two out of three Americans say, said they could live on sandwiches alone for a full week, according to new research. Well, I mean, like, what do all sandwiches have in common? And that is, it's bread. Like, it could be any sort of different filler in there, but you can't like just give me a basic bread. You've got to have a fresh. Uh, great bread. Okay, the the, uh, the bread was not actually... Uh, uh Most want whole wheat bread, 37% was a top choice. Sourdough bread, uh, 36% of the people that were uh, asked said that, while multigrain was 33rd. But the ingredients for the sandwich is not the bread. The perfect sandwich, according to a survey of 2,000 Americans, consists of tomato, cheddar cheese, and black forest ham. That's the perfect okay. sandwich, right. according to 2,000 Americans. You buy them? I, I like Black Forest ham. Yeah. I don't like tomatoes. I do. I do. You like tomatoes on your sandwiches? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Anything else? I don't eat many sandwiches those these days. Like, I, I had a Jersey Mike sub on the way down. Oh, those are those Fantastic. Those are great. Fresh. They're, they're fresh. They're big. They're they're. I had the Italian sandwich, so it, it had all the Italian meats, and then I get pickles, banana peppers, oil and vinegar. That's now onions. Now that sounds good. Yeah, and then with a little bit of sea salt and vinegar chips on the side, yeah, which Danny Zetterman told me that they're not good for you. He's like, anybody want some Cape Cod chips? You hungry in there, Tyler? I brought my own snack today. Got some By the way, I, I had two. Uh, what are the, uh, the, uh, the 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 bars that I had? I gave one to Thayer yesterday or Monday when we were down Cliff? at Cliff Cliff Bars. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I said I had two of them in my bag. So I took took them out and I looked at Thayer because I was sitting next to Thayer and I said, Hey, you want to you you want to whatever bar Cliff Bar Cliff Bar? Well, I mean, I, I think I called it an energy bar or something. Yeah, it's like fine. That. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, Do you get these for free or do you have to buy them? I thought it was like one of the weirdest questions I'd ever heard. Everything with Thayer is something. Like, Do you get these the for free? Smallest... And I looked at him and said, I, no, my, we get these at the grocery store. It, it, he is something. I never knew this. Every the very good stuff. No, but... but everything is something. Do you know? Everything's analyzed. Everything's a question. Yeah. Everything's it is... critiqued. It is pretty crazy, isn't it? Do you think there's a big conspiracy guy? Conspiracy theory guy? I don't That's think so. That's a great so. question. Why? I don't know because Sylvie's right. He's he's analyzing everything. He's assuming you're like some type of endorser, and you're just swimming in free product. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. By the way, have you been watching the Women's World Cup, or did you bail when the U.S. team got so I, you know, I saw this morning. I watched the goals. I haven't been. It's the 5 a.m. You know, that's an early wake up call. Yeah, but you can always watch it on tape. Delay. No, no, DVR. I'm fine. I'm just. But who, I haven't been waking up. Now? Who's well, I'm just going to tell you. England beat uh, Australia, Australia, the host uh, country, three to one. So they're They'll in the finals. Spain. They'll play Spain. I'm, wow. Sunday Spain morning. was not a highly ra- ranked team coming in, were they? I didn't think they were one of the favorites. Not necessarily, but they played really well. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, they're in the final for sure. Like uh, England on the men's side has been like a huge disappointment. World correct. Cup after World Cup, correct? So are they really getting behind their women's oh, team here? I think, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, England hasn't won the World Cup since 1966. Uh, the men's, and so this would be, uh, but the women's team won the Euros last year. Oh, they I did. Believe. 
Yeah. By the way, Messi heroes. scored again, right? And yes. they won. Yes, he did. Cash in on that one. Did you make some money on that? I, did, I yeah. forgot to made make a, the bet. Made a boost. I lost money last night on the Cubs. I played the Cubs. I think that's uh, go well. that nine goals in six games for yeah, Messi. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, a couple of injuries uh, in this. Uh, the only reason I bring this up, and I'm not trying to, I'm just saying when teams get together and they start to practice, things get ramped up. You don't see a ton of injuries, I think, in camp anymore when you're practicing against your own guys, but it's much more likely because the atmosphere is a little bit more intense. Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks caught it off with a, a leg injury today in their joint practices with the Vikings. He plays for the Titans. And Buccaneers wide receiver Russell Gage had season end, had a season-ending injury today as the Bucs were practicing against the Jets. So, guys, be careful down in Indy tonight yes. when you get out there. Devontae Adams is back on the field playing. Well, that's good. Because so, yeah. the way they were there was very cryptic, the way they said, Devontae Adams may have suffered a leg injury. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, But he's back. He's back. All right, that's all I got. What does that mean? You scare me when you do that. It is. That means that fantasy football tickets are now, uh, we're going to give some away. My wife was not happy with the, the caller two thing. She's like, how? That's not fair, she thought. But it is caller two today. She's trying to win two. tickets? I, I think so. She's like, really? Caller two? You guys are looking for caller two? 312-332-3776. Between her and Danny trying to program our show today, for the love of Jesus, what's I, going on? I was going opposite. I was thinking about my mom like yeah. criticizing the Cubs and my wife now criticizing the contest. Listen, if uh, if you're not going to hook your wife up for the pair of tickets, I think, Waddle, we could, we should probably set Allie up with a couple of free tickets. Absolutely. Yeah. Football Fest. Fest. Does it for the station. You got to be quick. 312-332-3776. If you haven't called now, you've lost. Um, caller 2. Yeah, pretty so, good point. So yeah. um, you can buy your tickets online, and tickets are going fast. We're nearly, we're nearly sold out. There are tickets, a few tickets left. Get them now. If you've been waiting and you're like, look, I got time. I've been texting with my buddies. Get them now. I'm telling you. Thank me later. They're only $10. Uh, Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana, or Ticketmaster. It's August 27th. That's a Sunday, too, so this is good. Uh, get you in the football mood a couple weeks before the season starts, before the September 10th kickoff. By the way, there's a game the night before, right? Yes. Oh, you are going to be a prize that Sunday afternoon. Yeah, we're gonna, we have uh, an afternoon game, I want to say, against the Bills. Bills. Correct. So I'll be at Soldier Field that Saturday. And then, hey, look, there's no days off. No, there's that's, definitely that's not. like what Big Cat says. There's no days off that Literally. Way. That's uh, grit week for you. Yeah, that is my grit week. <laughs> um, there's worse things to do than celebrate football, though. Um, and, again, Big Cat will be there. Shefty and Field Yates will be there. Joni and Thayer for their maiden voyage on a football fest. The entire ESPN 1000 crew. It's HardRockCasinoNorthernIndiana.com. Or Ticketmaster. More Waddles World is next in Wilbon in studio at 4. Ready for a new sports bar experience? Check out one of the newly remodeled Club Hawthorne betting bars in Crestwood, Joliet, Villa Park, or in a dozen locations throughout Chicagoland. Find your spot at HawthorneBettingBars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. 
exotic animals, dumb criminals, random stabbings, or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. And, uh, should I uh, give the breaking news, though, yeah. first? You should. Um, and before we get to Florida or Ohio. This is Breaking News on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. All the Cubs uh, beat reporters uh, as being uh, relayed from the Cubs are reporting that uh, Marcus Stroman, after testing... Uh, he's been diagnosed with a right rib cartilage fracture. And according to Patrick Mooney, at this point, the team has no timeline for his return to the rotation. I think Finla- um, Patrick Mooney, I should say. Patrick Mooney has added that he has to be symptom-free before he can even begin a, a throwing program again. I, from what I understand, too, like rib cartilage injuries are ridiculously painful. Yeah, and this is a rib cartilage fracture. I mean, I don't know if that's just another way of saying rib cartilage injury, but it doesn't sound good. We can ask Jed about it. And, like, hopefully he still will join us. He's expected to meet the media during BP. He was supposed to join us around 5. Hopefully he still will. Um, but, yeah, it's um, Strowman was supposed to come back. Today, I believe it was Sunday or Monday, when they first found out about this rib injury. Remember, he went to the uh, IL with a hip issue that he had a cortisone shot for. So whether this was like as he was ramping back up, was compensating with the hip and, and tweaked something in the rib area while trying to throw, while trying to get the velocity back up. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but... This is not good news for no. the Cubs, who who have some rotation problems to begin yeah, with. Yeah, your hope was is that not only would he be available, that he'd come back and pitch more like he pitched in the first half of the season versus what you saw since the All-Star break. By the way, the injury report brought to you by Costa Ivoni Personal Injury Lawyers. We'll talk more about this. Florida or Ohio brought to you by 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes Wine is absolutely awesome, and it tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Pick up a bottle today and live infamously on your own terms. Check it all out. Lots to choose from as well. What do you got, Tyler? All right, speed round here. Woman doused herself in Mountain Dew to try to erase DNA after roommate's murder. Oh, my goodness. A little, little dark here. But. I mean, my hand. I mean, <laughs> like at first. We I'm call like, this an oh, this good, special. This is a good, goofy story. Then you're like, after roommate murder. Why would, D, why would DNA be erased by Mountain Dew? I know that if you poured that stuff in a sink, you'd probably eat all of the bacteria in a sink. I, I like Waddle wants to know, why was she using Mountain Dew to yeah. erase the DNA? Why not bleach? Why, why'd you kill your roommate? Well, that's for another time. <laughs> like, I'm not a cop. Like, this is Waddle's world. I want to know why it was Mountain Dew. Well, like, when you live in Florida was... or Ohio, Mountain Dew's a magical elixir. Oh, that's definitely... I mean, Mountain Dew was a huge hit with the people that I'm from. Yeah, with, so I the people she, where I'm from. She went... We stopped here, too. She went to a Casey's General Store in Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, yeah. Picked up some, uh, some Mountain Dew. She did the Dew. And, um, she did and, the deed. And, and, and she did... Yeah, she I'm did, gonna go, did the room. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Columbus. 
We're both going to go Ohio. Yeah, I'm going to go Columbus. You doing your move here? Well, and I was going Florida all the way anyway. I think they like to do in Florida. Do they? They like to do in Florida? I think they like to do everywhere. Yeah, I'm still going to go Florida. Yellow. Hello. Yellow. They did the do in Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, Oh, no. Good dramatic pause. All right, we'll talk more about this Cubs injury and Stroman and uh, Wilbon. I believe is entering the building. He's going to join us in studio. A lot to discuss with Wilbon. And then hopefully we'll talk to Jed in the 5 o'clock hour as well. Stroman again with this rib cartilage fracture. No timetable on him returning. Maybe we'll even check in with Jesse here. Uh, lots to do. It's Waddle and Sylvie.